Part 2, Session 21, Price of Peace. Okay, so, after, even even the people who normally would be up, if they had gone to bed at an appropriate time, would be up around like 5 or 6, all of you find yourselves sleeping in, in the morning. And you go down one by one, into this, into the uh, common hall of the Ironborn Longhouse, beginning with you and Bala. And when you go downstairs, you find Leofric and his wife busy in the kitchen, and a note placed <clears throat> in plain view on the table. The note is addressed to the strange ones from Raffinax. I'm going to read it. Okay. It's at this point that we'll say Alistair, Renalia, Meryl, Nicholas, uh, and Valinor are all trickling down the stairs. Not all at the same time, obviously. Before I come down, I'm going to ritually cast Find Familiar, bring back up to Okay. Big um, stretch as I come down. Big stretch as you come down. Meryl, you're still feeling like garbage. You still have a minus <laughs> three. Yes. So you and Bala see that your all of your compatriots have awoken, and you're standing there holding this note. More than once on my journey, I lost myself to anger. I have allowed myself to become blinded by hatred and revenge. Before I lose myself completely, I have gone to the Temple of Orthodox here in Atzana for penance. I do not know how long it will take, but I will seek you out when I am redeemed. Please continue to use my home as a base of operations. Leofric has been instructed to answer to you in my absence. If you need me before I return, speak to the Arch Paladin at the Temple. He can pass messages to me as needed. I'll see you all again soon. Rathamax. P.S. Linvala, please take care, good care of Valinor while I'm away. He's a good person. He just needs to be reminded of that sometimes. 
I don't know where he got the idea that was a good person from. By the way, Valinor and Rinalia, I need you to make a constitution check for me. Yeah, they're pretty smashed. I have nothing in the constitution. Oh. Nine? Sixteen? Sixteen passes, nine oh, yeah. fails. So, I'm going to say that until you make an effort to drink lots of water and get a good breakfast in you, you're going to have disadvantage on... We're gonna say charisma-based checks, and, and dexterity-based checks. Oh, okay. I about to say I don't do charisma. Do I notice him feeling like shit? Yes. I, just I would like, like to, to move up to him and cast lesser restoration. <clears throat> I was hoping I could cast chromatic orb with, with the water element. <laughs> Go for it. I can't. It's not a thing. Oh. Oh. Um, so poisoned. I heal you of your poison. So you are no longer hungover. Why don't you tell him that that's an option? You, however, Renalia, with your scaly constitution, managed to shrug off any ill effects of yeah. the hangover. Um, but with that, I just like to look at that one. <laughs> <laughs> Leofric begins to bring out what is essentially a three-course meal of breakfast, starting off with very light fruits, maybe some fried eggs, things like that. Ends with a coup de tra- coup de ha no coup de coup de gras sorry coup de gras of this just giant thing in a glass dish that is just like a hodgepodge of different breakfast things essentially a casserole. Mm. <clears throat> like Lots of huge, bacon and sauce. Like a okay. huge quiche. Mm. Yes. Mmm. Does, does sitting and eating breakfast count as a short rest? We can get that for the spells all night. Sure. Be a stickler. Can Ozark eat? Does he need us? Oh, yeah. Ozark been eating all the time. He doesn't need us, no. Shit. What, what is Ozark's need... favorite dish of the morning? I'm going to say orange juice. Like very pulpy orange juice. Ew. So I've got to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I brought him back defective. Okay. I I I love pulpy orange juice. I love pulpy orange juice. I love pulpy orange juice, but there's nothing worse than thinking you're about to drink something and then having to chew it. I like pulpy orange juice if I'm ready for it. I want all the pulp. Uh, uh, Then eat an orange. Yeah, eat a freaking orange. (laughs) You also put your shirt on before your underwear. What? What? I don't think everybody needed to know that. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is that? Is there a reason? The because you too. get you get ready from head to toe. No, no, no! No! no. Do you put your hat on before you put a shirt on? I don't wear hats. If you wore a hat, would you put it on before your shirt? No, because my hat's usually close to the door when I'm on my way out. So, okay. So it's now, not head to toe then. Here's another question. Are you Bonus doing, content, I suppose. <laughs> are you doing this all at once, or are you like putting your shirt on and then going and doing things and then coming out? <laughs> no, like I go to the closet, I get a shirt. If there's pants in there that... I, I, you know. What if you're wearing a button-up shirt that day? Are you putting a button-up shirt on before? I know I would put my undershirt on first. <laughs> then I would put the button-up on. And then, oh then my god! And then my jacket. Because it's cold outside. Well, no, my jacket's close to the door. I, t- I thought I was the only one. I mean, I th- I didn't think I was the only one. Like, you are. You get ready from top one. to bottom. No, nobody no uses that. that logic. Who getting dressed? It's not their no, fault. No, 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 it's not their fault. Wolves, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. 
All right. You like put on your pants and you put on a sock and then put on a shoe and then put on a sock and put on a shoe. No, I put on socks then shoes. Okay. okay when you put on pants, do you like lay down back on the bed, throw both feet in the pant legs, and then jump into them? No, that is the most bottom way to put on pants that I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I put pants on the same way as everybody else. Well, apparently you may not. Zipper first. <laughs> Did you guys know that zippers can mop? All right, so seriously. Okay. <laughs> We've had breakfast. Okay. Uh -huh. Put our shirts on first, then trousers. So you, yes, Cannon, all of you do that. I absolutely that with all of my Wear underwear at all. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Just wear his cotton. What happened to the banana hand? Huh? What happened to the banana hand? Uh, he I'm gave it up. It's totally in a battle. Oh, my. need to be said. All right. Uh, so, you're all filled to the brim with breakfast food. Just absolutely stuffed. You've had any ale or wine that you would like to prepare yourself, maybe some hair of the dog in you two's case. Um, but the point is, is that you have donned your armor, you are ready to depart into the city, and knowing that Rathanax is not going to be joining you, all of you are present. Neofric, yeah, who uh, should carry the keys? The, the keys? The keys, yes. My keys? No, Rathanax's keys. You said that we could use them, please? Yes, yes. I'm, I'm to open the door. Ah, okay. I don't think he he wanted to hand over his keys. Can't blame a guy for trying. Yes. What if you're at the market? Oh, I don't. My wife does. He doesn't get out much. Oh, wow. I'm That's terrible at sexist. it. Wow, that is very sexist. I'm terrible at it. I, I just, I can't do it. I understand. You do it, you come back, you have stuff that's wrong. It's all wrong. A different time. And I don't do most of the cooking, so when I buy wow. things, it's always like, how do wow. you... But you do it on purpose, so she won't ask you to do it again. Are you spilling the secrets, Meryl? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, don't get the counseling on this. Uh, Bro. No, I, I can't cook. I follow all of her instructions in cooking. You can't follow a list when you go to the grocery market? It's... It's, I can, but it just inevitably seems to be something wrong with everything that I buy. Brand names and exactly. All I, I tend to go, you know, less because of the price, and she doesn't seem to like that. But anyway, so I mean, we have to go talk to a royal family one now. You would trust with that. You have a point. does not No, this is this is very much her her running the show. She is in charge of of all of the preparations. Speaking of shopping, I do need to go to Albertsons today. Uh, get I do some as well. get some things for a couple new spells I that I learned, trip, and trip. then maybe to see Safrax. Can we have a shopping day? What well, is? No, it is later morning. <laughs> Just I'll say that. What you do with that is your own. We need to go see um, Traxxas. And the Belmonts. He's already yeah. been informed, has he not? Yes, but we and we had a oh, you're right. late we for late go. morning. Oh, oh shit! Say, let's go there first. Everyone, put on their shirts and Maybe underwear, and let's go. In that order. In that order. <laughs> Does anyone look around? Uh, would I? Would I think I need to recommend that anybody dress appropriately? He doesn't need to recommend. I'd go and put on my suit. Okay. Renalia wears the same thing. I'm wearing my armor. Point blank. Here. I am. Uh, I am in my edgy boy black and blue leathers, dirty furs. No, I like usual. I've got my nice purple jacket. Okay, so no. The answer to your question is doesn't seem like anybody needs to dress up a little bit. I'll dress up for now. Yeah. And he's he's a press the digitation dust and stuff off, so I'm still dressing to the night. 
Yeah. I have a tail. Like I no, but you didn't clean this up. Like we're not wearing. No one's wearing dirty clothes or anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll keep my plate on, but it's clean. So. Sure. Uh, just a side note: her helmet uh, is in her room. Okay. She's got that put away until she goes on an actual mission for death doers. Gotcha. I put on my mask. So do you depart into the city? <coughs> Yes. Yes. All right. You open the doors of the Ironborn Longhouse, step out into the street, and you do see the the hustle and bustle of the city is in full swing. It's it's late in the morning, so even the people that have slept in are now heading into work. They're preparing. Uh, well, most of the stalls are already open and prepared and everything like that. The thing that's odd is that. Immediately upon walking out of the Ironborn Longhouse, you see several people kind of turn their attention to you and look. And you and Ollie are kind of caught off guard when, as you're walking down the street, you can see this one kind of, you know, hunched over woman who's walking with this big bundle on her back. She just kind of looks at you and there's this big, like, lack of teeth smile. She just kind of waves. I would like to smile at her with a full set of teeth. Yes. She just continues to wave and smile and uh, proceed not not too far from the longhouse before you hear this large, like, stout man, obviously in some kind of laborer's position, um, see all of you, and he says, Hail, the returning heroes! And all of you are kind of caught off guard. And you're walking further in, and as as you're walking more and more, you start to notice that people seem to know who you are. <clears throat> There's a couple of people that walk up and shake your hands and say, Returning heroes! And just shake your hand. Um, a couple of applauses break out in different courtyards. There's even a lady that's got this like large tray of sweets that she's walking around with, and she says, Take one, take one. I take one. And you take them and she says, thank you, and, and walks away. I sniff it first. You sniff it? Yeah. <clears throat> weird? It smells like cinnamon. Okay, I'll eat it. I'd like to take one and try to leave a gold piece on the tray. Fireball. Okay. <laughs> it smells like fireball. Do I do so without being noticed? Yeah, that'd be I'd fine. like to like, slowly raise my hand like, as I'm walking down. People are clapping. Yeah. Not, not, just, just in pockets of people who are kind of recognizing you, and you can even hear the name whispered here in a couple of places. The strange one. Strange ones. And uh, you, Meryl, begin to see this and kind of, well, this is odd, you know. And it's at that point that your eye is drawn to one of the many places where uh, <coughs> parchments are posted for various information throughout the city as far as job postings, you know, uh, cautionary things that the guards are letting the citizens know. But you do see a very quality piece of parchment with this uh, ink and gold script on it that has been proudly displayed over all of the other parchments on the board. You walk up to it, look at it. It is a parchment that the header says, Hail the Returning Heroes. And you read further? 
It reads, To the people of Atzana, the brave band of adventurers known as the Strange Ones, accepted a dangerous quest of traveling into the Undercroft and rooting out the extremists who, fo who so violently attacked our beautiful city. They traveled deep below the city and engaged in valiant combat with the vile cultists and emerged victorious. Let it be known by order of Lady LaDonna Vahelmarn and General Trexus of the Adzana City Guards that the Strange Ones are friends of the Crown and heroes of our fair city. Hail the returning heroes. Well, we have notoriety in the city now. This should be wonderful for sales of the <laughs> musical variety. Maybe we'll get a discount for shops. Sounds like this, this will certainly give us credibility. Friends of the crowd is not much. Are there, are there other of these? Yes. Yes. Around? yes. I would like to take one. Okay. Yeah, there are numerous flyers posted. I've got a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it says I'm a badass. Give it to me for free. The call we saved you. Yes, but you do manage to swipe one of the, the flyers, probably unnoticed because there's so many of them hanging throughout the city. A folded up. Okay. Um, you make your way uh, through the city to the Star Spire, and it's it's a common thread all the way. That not necessarily there's this like big roaring crowd, but as people take notice of you, they thank you, they acknowledge that you are the strange ones and that you have done something great for their city. Uh, but you do eventually find your way to the Star Spire, and you can see two guards posted outside the door to the Star Spire. I'll just approach and say, good morning, I believe we are doing audience with Right, I'll go get Trexus. And goes inside. After a few seconds, you do see the now fully standing proud with his arms behind him, General Trexus walk out in his gleaming plate armor and uh, looks at you, Marilyn, he says, well, back from the dead. <laughs> I'll, I'll extend my hand. I'll say, I wanted to thank you personally. He shakes your hand and he says, it was nothing. There would be certainly a, a hanging if the king found out that I did not do everything to help such a valuable asset to the ground. Well, you did your duty, and I want to thank you for it. Very good. Uh, and it's at that point that someone says, Hail the returning heroes in the distance, and Trexus kind of grins, and he says, Please, I will make Lady LaDonna aware of your presence. Uh, if you will, join me in my office momentarily until her current guest is uh, seen out. Who is it, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, some matter of tradesmen. It's... Not important. She sees people from morning to evening, unfortunately. <clears throat> but he steps into your, or you step into Trexus's office, and what you can see in the now reorganized office is that these flyers are stacked at one of his desks. They're probably a good like stack of probably like four or five inches high of these flyers. I believe these. Kind words are going to do us a lot of favors in the city, so thank you for that as well. Well, I um, did find my prestige wounded after our recent loss here in the city, and I thought it important that the people of Atzana have someone to look to for hope. 
Certainly right now it's not me, but it needs to be someone. So after you all left, I had the flyers printed in case you returned. Otherwise, I would have had kindling for quite some time. <laughs> Morale is very important. I'm certain there's no loss of confidence in you. The city knows that it's, it's, you are its protector. I know a mistake when I see one. And the tactical error of not having more troops at the Star Spire was a mistake. Are we in his office now? Yes. Okay. Door closed? Yes. Okay. While we have an opportunity, I wanted I didn't want to surprise you with this discussion. Um, concerning our conversation of making a deal with Artago. I truly believe that there's a possibility of a deal to be made there to secure the Undercroft underneath the city. Make a persuasion check. Minus three. I'm just telling you I'm going to bring it up. Now this says response. Uh, Fifteen plus... Eighteen. Eighteen? Yeah, I subtracted three. He puts his hand on your shoulder and he says, Meryl, let's not rehash this argument for now. The city is happy. All of you are known heroes here within Adzana's walls. And I would rather not bring up an unpleasant conversation like recruiting that cutthroat. As far as I'm concerned, my decision still stands. Artago and all of his men will need to face trial. What is the discussion to be had here today, then? Well, I would at the very least like to put you in front of Lady Ladana and show her the band of adventures that were responsible for bringing her the head of Calvar and Antilles. And I'm sure that you'll be able to make use of this conversation somehow. There are many matters that I would discuss with her. I just wanted to give you a warning concerning tell you about matters I would recommend outside the city. Say that again one more time. Yeah, I, 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 I would yeah, I was just telling him that I don't I didn't want to surprise him with any discussion that I had was going to have. So I had planned on talking to her about matters outside the city like Kate Unar's son and possibly Daria. Okay. Okay. And also telling her possibly what we know about the um the Undercroft? Not the, just the Undercroft, <coughs> but the Queen. Uh, to the Yeah. You say this to all of us? No, this is meta. Or, this, this is uh, outside of character. Yeah. Oh, rather than outside of character, I would say maybe let's not even mention anything about our Targo, because I feel like it's that's a bridge that is very easily burned with him. <clears throat> well, what about Queen Lagathorn? Oh, yeah, she's a woman fucker. No, he's saying bring up Queen Lagathorn, but I mean, she would probably know who the Queen of Malkaria is. Right, but also the fact that um, his Drogo, Drogo killed Rathanax's parents. Um, well, you do recall, Lagathorn. too, that Trexus already knew that. When y'all discovered it, so they were the last people to find out. Yeah, <laughs> she probably she probably has a, a good bit of. Everyone knew. I mean, at the end of the day, what are we trying to do here? The roving horde is 
moving west, uh, Atzana's trying to push east to the Silver Circle and the, um, um, the people... Crimson? Crimson, Crimson what? Shadow? The Crimson Shadow are trying to fight... are trying to fight against the Roving Horde and Queen Largathorn. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a, I, would, I would like to tell her that there's an allies to be made there. Yeah, yeah this shadow. doesn't need to be a... a how does she cut feel and burn dragons? all the way across this continent and just make it its own mm-hmm. 2.0? How does she feel about dragons? Yeah. Or Alvaron 2.0. So I would just tell, tell him that um, we'd like to discuss with her some organizations that we've met outside the walls that could be potential allies. Well, thank you for keeping me in the loop. I do appreciate that. I do not like being caught off guard. But, uh, and he begins to speak, and it's that point that the door to Trexus's office has a small, like a knock on it, and he says, proceed, and one of the guards comes in and says, General Lady Trexus, er, uh, <laughs> Lady LaDonna is ready now. And it's at that point that Trexus kind of eyes over everyone real quick, just like Meryl did, essentially, and says, is everyone ready? Of course. Very good. And uh, so he steps out of his office, and the, the thing that you're noticing as you climb this spire from staircase to staircase is that there are numerous guards in this Starspire, beginning with kind of your common guards down on Trexus's level. As you go up, there's some more elite guards, probably captain of the guards, um, more higher-ups, more rank. And then as you get closer to what you believe is the top of the Starspire, you begin to see the familiar uniform of the Blood Guards. Now, these Blood Guards are wearing the shining silver and blue of the common blood guards that you would have seen in Segvel or anything like that with these red mantles and capes. Uh, they're not the black armored blood guards that you know Captain Cerberus, Cerberus uh, commands. But after numerous security checkpoints, your weapons are requested. Do you hand over your weapons? Well, exactly what I would give them. I don't have anything to give them. Do they want my loot? I give them I'll open my, my uh, loot dagger. Make a charisma check for me. Okay. seem to be focused on your loot. So I, I'll give them my crossbow and my sword. Gotcha. Okay, and everyone else hands over their weapons? Would I know that magic wands would be frowned upon? Not that I have it on me. I put on my suit, not my adventuring gear. Okay. Yeah, a wand of magic missiles would probably get checked. Or would it be confiscated? Yeah, that's what I mean. Checked at the door. And not give them back? No. Okay. <laughs> You're getting all of your weapons okay. back. They're taking weapons away from you. This is I, did, I, did, I didn't bring any because I like to yeah. I, I, I take off my quiver and my bow and give it to him. It looks at you. 
You wouldn't deprive an old elf of his sabers, would you? Stop it. <laughs> Give it to them. I certainly would. <laughs> <laughs> I would pull my sabers out and turn my sabers. Anything else? Not that I can think of. Keeping in mind that bearing weapons before a behelmon is punishable by death. We can leave you at the door. Can't give you my hands. <laughs> but Meryl can. <laughs> <laughs> I think perhaps he'd like a cavity search. <laughs> he typically keeps a small Do you give them hands. all of your weapons? Is search. my question. Yes. Okay. Everyone else, no one is hiding any weapons, right? I am a weapon well. But that doesn't answer my question. Because I need to make a check if anyone's hiding weapons. I'll give them all my physical weapons. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Alright. Pull out my crowbar, two short swords, six daggers. That's yeah. <laughs> it for Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where are you keeping all of that? <laughs> that last scene. Let it all fall out. <clears throat> so, after your weapons are checked, you can see the final two blood guards standing on opposite sides of this elegantly crafted uh, Malcar motif door. Remembering, of course, the Star Spire was in at Zana before it, well, in Dargreth before it was at Zana. The doors open, and before you is a large circular room. And the room is beautiful. It's decorated in the royal blues and silvers of the Vahelmarn family. But the thing that really takes your breath away is the large glass ceiling that shows just this immaculate view of the blue skies over at Zana. You step across this chamber and there is a place where the carpet ends, maybe 30 feet away from the base of a small staircase and then a platform where a feminine form sits on a wooden throne. I'll bow. Hmm? I'll bow. You'll bow? Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Cabal was leading you. Everybody? I, I think we're following his lead in the... the okay, does anybody not bow? Proper etiquette. A slight bow. Just like slight that. bow? And slight bow? Okay. Alright. <laughs> so, let me get through all of the characters that are in this room. That's gonna that's gonna be a minute. <laughs> so Trexus is there. You all know Trexus. You recognize the face of Captain Cerberus. Uh, he does appear to still have some bandages on him, maybe his arms in a sling, but he is wearing his jet black plate armor. That is the same armor as the rest of the Blood Guards, but like I said, this deep onyx colored black with the insignia of the onyx throne on his chest. Uh, and you would recognize uh, Bengral, the betrayer, Dargreth, who is also in this room in his Malkarian robes, dressed as a, as a Malkarian noble, someone of high uh, rank, and a host of bloodguards all in their silver and blue armor. There are two blood guards in black armor next to Captain Cerberus. Um, but the unfamiliar faces in the room are that of a very tough looking older dwarf male with this long gray hair and beard. 
both of which are clasped in the traditional fashion of Silverstone. And he is wearing traditional dwarvish robes. Then you have a dwarf female that is standing next to him. Uh, she's very clearly more of a warrior type than he is. She's wearing armor. You can see that there's the scar across her face from where she's taken a wound, more than likely in a battle. Very tough-looking dwarf female. And she has a... No, she wouldn't have her mace. Never mind. And then girl. So lots of people in this room. But after a moment where you're given the opportunity to bow some of you more deeply than others, um, there's this silence that falls across the room before the large, or not the large, but the tough looking uh, dwarf male steps forward kind of into the forefront of the room um, and says, my name is Vertrum Silverstone, ambassador here on the continent of Malkaria for Earl Nomok Silverstone. It is my honor and my privilege to introduce Lady Ladonna Vahelmon, fourth child of King Talos and Queen Kamora Vahelmon, an ambassador for King Tibris Vahelmon II. And then it's at that point that he turns her attention or his attention to her and says, My lady. These are the band of adventurers known as the Strange Ones. Hi. My lady, I am very happy to see you well. Did I describe her? Mm-mm. No. Sorry. Absolutely stunningly beautiful, thrice-blooded female. So you can see where she has the robust but feminine form of maybe more of her dwarvish ancestry. She's not in any way slight. She's She looks like she'd certainly be capable in a scrap. The pointed ears of the elf and the jawline of a human. Uh, but she is she has long braided blonde hair and is wearing fine robes of silver and blue. You begin to speak? Mm-hmm. I was just saying, uh, I am very glad to see you well, my lady. And my condolences. She kind of acknowledges that, but then she says, Strange ones, I am told you have done the city of Edzana a great service, and by doing so, you have honored me and my family. I want to extend my deepest gratitude, as well as thanks to you, on behalf of my brother, the King Emperor. He has heard word of your exploits and bids me give you a gift as a token of his thanks. It's at that point that one of the blood guards who is kind of standing adjacent walks up and places a chest. Um, not super big chest, but a pretty decent sized chest. Certainly sounded heavy when he put it down in front of you and walks back to his ceremonial place uh, at the side of the room. She says, Please accept it and know that your heroism doesn't go unnoticed by our King Emperor. If there is anything else within my power to grant you, please, name it. 
I would like to step over beside uh, Valinor and put a hand on his wrist. No, no. <laughs> just, just calm down. Calm well, down. Uh, I was about to walk towards it. <laughs> Is it like right in front of us? Or? Trying to go. You want to lean down and kind of flick it open? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, kind of uncouth a little bit. That's fine. Um, but you flip it open, and it is smack full of freshly minted gold pieces. <laughs> it's unceremonious to cry just a little bit. We can't possibly explain. I will make you dead again! <laughs> Alright, but she says, um, if there's anything else in my power to grant you, please name it. I uh, did recently give a list of material. It's at this point that uh, Bertram speaks up and says, Meryl Ferosa of Silverstone. Thank you. <laughs> steps back. <laughs> and I, I did give a recent uh, list of material request to General Trexus. I'm not sure if it was delivered yet or not. And she looks at Trexus, and he says, uh, matters unconcerning for your lady. It is being handled. If you're going to say something dumb, don't say it. You raise, do you actually raise your hand? I do. Okay, it's at that point that Bertram steps forward. Valinor Quintelinor of the Wood Elves. It's <laughs> <laughs> good Um... So, I have a request, and it's a peek into the king's mind. Do you want to do you want to do this in character, or do you want to do it out of character? Yeah. You're just asking. Okay, in character. So, <laughs> elegancy is not my strong my strong suit. So I'm just going to put it blank. So we saw Maldrix. He almost killed us. We we don't know the king's reasoning for releasing Maldrix, and uh, I am at a crossroads with it, and I was just wondering if you could give us some insight onto why the bane of the elves and all long-blooded creatures was released on Malkaria. Okay. Anyone who is proficient in insight can make a check. I would, I would add to that. Uh, I'm not proficient. Minus three, right? So, 18. 16. 19. Isn't that one? What is, uh, I'm sorry, what 19, 16, 18. 18. 18, 16, 19, and what else? Eight. Eight, okay. So the 19 gets it. Um, as soon as the word or the name Maldrix gets brought up, you, Nicholas, can see this look on Lady LaDonna's face of, you know, essentially like, oh, you know, great. This is, this is being brought up. Not necessarily that she, she seems not to support the fact that Maldrix was unleashed on the continent. And she has probably heard a lot about this. I would imagine. Yeah. But uh, you had something to add to, um, if I may. My lady, we've spent a great deal of time outside of the walls uh, to include, include the realm of Zundran and Daria. There we've met very powerful and valuable allies, the Emperor, if he wishes it. 
and their primary concern is the intent of this dragon. I have received the word from the Emperor's court that for now he considers under an ally, but King Utnarsson sits uneasy. Um, there is great power outside the walls besides our enemies. And I believe that the addressing of this issue would be in uh, the Helmarn's interest. Takes a moment to kind of ponder what you've said, and she says, I cannot speculate on my brother's war strategy. I was not made aware that Maldrix was brought here. I was not made aware that Captain Cerberus was given the task of releasing him. And I do not know what my brother's intentions are with this strike, but I can assure you that if any potential allies come forward to me and establish themselves as patrons of the king and followers of the crown, that no harm will come to them. King Unarsson has confirmed with me that he is more than willing to be an equal ally to the Empire. He welcomes a face-to-face -face meeting between the leaders of Atzana and uh, Zeshin. I, if I may, I also believe that the ambassadors from Silverstone would be of great value in that meeting. At that point that Vertrum speaks up and he says, my lady, the people of Zondran are ancestors of my people. They came to these shores during the time of the wars between dwarves, elves, and men. <coughs> they are as much people of Silverstone as I am. That being said, there is no son of Silverstone that would not bend the knee between before the Onyx throne. And it's at that point that Lady Ladonna says, Clarify what you mean by equal ally. If these people are ancestors of Unar, who was a hero of Silverstone, then why would he not bend the knee for his king? They, this noble group of dwarves have lived apart from Alvron for a very long time. They've thrived here without the Empire's help for a very long time. If there's a discussion of subservience to the Empire, we have to be re-established. That is my opinion as a humble ambassador. They have not told you whether or not they intend to bend the knee? They have only expressed an openness to a meeting. Well, certainly a meeting can be arranged. And it's at that point that Trexus kind of nods his head and you see that Bertram kind of acknowledges this and you can see that they're open to a meeting, certainly. Um, the results of that meeting are to be speculated. 
if I I have means of communicating with King Unarsen, um, what would my lady have me deliver to him? I am told that the war front stretches west and that within days or a week we will take the city of Zunga and thus the river that flows between them. If it is too far of a journey for King Maverigunarsen to make to Etzana, perhaps he will see me in Zunga. It's at that point that you kind of look around the room and you can see that Trexus is kind of... He's not speaking, but he does seem disturbed by the prospect of Lady LaDonna leaving its honor. Now, I, I would also say, my lady, if, if it is your wish to travel to Zonga, uh, I'm sure that I would wish you all of the safe travels. That said, in our brief time traveling these lands, it is very harrowing. And while I'm confident in your guard, uh, perhaps ambassadors may be appropriate. I speak only to the possibility that King Muverik is not willing to come to Atzana. And if he is not willing to come to Atzana, then how can I extend offers of friendship and equality if I'm not willing to meet him outside of my own keep, just as he is doing for me. You can see I now... Would, I would deliver this message, my lady. You can see now, right in that moment of, of realization, mm. that there's almost this vibe that comes off of Lady LaDonna, as if she's been groomed for this position. Mm. The fact that she's speaking to meeting a potential ally in a dangerous place... Not a dangerous place, but but not her own keep. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she wouldn't demand him to come to her own keep mm -hmm. leads you to the fact that she's educated in the way of diplomacy and uh, yeah. nature. Well, yeah, he will receive this word by the end of the day. Now, uh, my lady. Very good. Is there anything else? I'd like to step forward. Okay, and it's that point that Bertram. I'd like to step back. Pipes. And I'll step forward again. <coughs> what's, wait, what's your last name? Thanison. I thought so. Alistair Thanison of Thanopolis, my lady. Yes. Um, I had two questions. One for clarification. Uh, merely because we have been allies to Adzana and the throne, I am just uneducated. Who would... Alvaron see sit on the throne of bones. Is it the goal to take the entire continent in the name of the Emperor? It's at that point that she kind of looks at Trexus, kind of looking for maybe some signs of as her war general uh, how much she is willing to divulge about this. And you can see this look on Trexus's face of not too much. Um, but she says, It is my brother's intention to cleanse Malkaria of the curse that it has currently 
that is the curse of the Darth Moor. Our war is a righteous one. We are here to make the Makarian people see the air of their ways. Otar's attack on Segvel was a blasphemous thing. We are here to bring Malkaria out of the darkness and into the light. If they will do that willingly, then I see no need to march on the Throne of Bones. If they resist, then my brother's armies will march across the width of the continent and take it from them. Being an advanced follower of Naibo myself, I can kind of understand this. However, I would ask, does this extend to those who follow neither the children of Ela or the Darth Maul? Those who don't put their faith in Darth Maul. Would they be your enemies as well? Certainly not. The will of Ela is that all are free to choose between neutrality or the pantheon of good. But the Darth Maul must be eradicated. And Malkaria is a pit of the Darth Maul. It is their dwelling place. It is where they reside. We cannot allow this. My lady is very wise in her uh, approach to the, to the problems of this continent. I would meet that with information to make the lady informed, respectfully. A significant amount of this continent does not follow the Darth Maul. There's a great many people, not just the orcs of the old ways, The Red Shadow is a faction of very great allies that would see to bring this continent into the lighter ways, into the more modern ways, in their own way, but they can be reworked with, and they are welcome uh, the furthering of what they wish, which I believe aligns with the greater um, intent. Mel Ferosa, you have an uncanny ability to deliver information that I was not yet aware of. And she looks at Bengral. Bengral steps forward into the forefront of the room and says, My lady, the Red Shadow is a faction of my people. They're also a fraction of my people. Their numbers are small. And they seek to usurp Queen Lagathorn Ereshnok and place their own token on the throne. I don't know enough about this entity to say whether or not their intentions are to bring Malkaria out of the way of the Darthmoor, but I can tell you that they are just one faction of many who would see someone of their character placed on the throne. I sim- it's at that point that LaDonna speaks up and looks at you and she says, You've met members of this Red Shadow. Few. But. And I, I am confident that their um, intents are good. And they're, while small, their influence and resources are great. You believe these people to be trustworthy? 
I believe that there is hope for trust. I believe that like every great leader outside these walls, a conversation is to be had. And tell me, from your experience with them, would their token, their individual that they placed on the throne of bones, bend the knee to the king emperor? I do not know this, my lady. I do not know who they would put on the throne. If this group is willing to meet with me, then perhaps we can arrange that. Do you think that it would be ill-advised to have them meet with King Mavergunasen and myself at the same time, or should it be a different place in a different location? I believe that that would be of great benefit. I think that a coming together of like-minded leaders could only benefit our goals. If we are not willing to sit down with potential allies or even enemies and have converse over the future of this war, then we are no better than those who follow the Darth Maul. And to that point that uh, Bertram uh, acknowledges this, and she says, Bertram, arrange for a meeting, a summit, the Ferosa summit. You mm. honor me, my lady. We will see these people and see if they are capable allies and if they are willing to bend the knee to King Tyrus. I'm afraid that my brother's strong will will not allow for a cooperation without their promise to bend the knee once the war is over. But, uh, but even a lack of being allies does not make us enemies. I look forward to the later. I looked at her. I have one other thing I would like to ask. Okay. <clears throat> um, milady, I uh, was curious. With your vast information, if you had ever, by chance, run into a very powerful wizard with piercing blue eyes. You're speaking of the scavenger eyes? I believe so, yes. I only know of it in brief description. I can't say that I have. The only people with such eyes that I know of are the Jarl who currently sits in Stavanger and some of her men that I've met in Segvel. Hmm. Thank you. My lady, I... Wait a second. Actually, make a insight check. For a total of four. <laughs> Being that Meryl's about to speak, can I get an advantage? <laughs> no, because he's not about to speak on that. See it. I'm 
my lady, we thank, thankfully, or humbly thank you for this gift and extend our well wishes to the Emperor. Your words have enlightened me, and I am very appreciative of everything that you have done for this city, not only as a lady or of a Helmon, but as a citizen of Alavaron. I'll just bow and walk backwards. Okay, who grabs the chest? I do! <laughs> Allow me. She's stronger than you. She is stronger than you. It's not a big chest, but it's heavy. Right. Also, so don't you not to run off with it. Did you have something else? Yeah. You run off with the whole thing. It might not be too late. If it's not, uh, I would like to ask, uh, my lady, have you uh, heard any of the family clan Silvermane? We n- relatively recently rescued uh, one of their family members, Layla Silvermane. It's at that point that you can see this look of shock stretched across her face, and she says, You have seen Layla Silvermane. She was re- we rescued her from a cave of hobgoblins. Uh, she refused to stay with us or return with us. And being her nobility, we weren't in a place to argue. If she is a member of the family that that is the owners of the land that my people reside on, so I was curious about her well-being. It's at that point that she turns to Bertram and she says, Bertram, where is Ambassador Lilac? And she, or Bertram says, she is sailing currently, my lady. She's gone to take in the sea air and venture. Around Malkoria, not around Malkoria, but around the port of Exona. She told me that she'd be back within a few days. And uh, she looks back at you and she says, Lila Silvermane will be very happy to hear that her younger sister is still alive. But I was under the impression that she had left the Eastern Islands and was not going to return. We assumed her dead. Insight check on her sister being happy that she's alive? Make an insight Can check. Can I make a history check to see if that's something that I would have known? I don't uh, think it's... Fuck. We didn't talk to her much. No, you didn't. Uh, you can make a history check. Uh, it's in regards to what? To see if this is something that Layla... Well, I don't know, because she didn't tell us not to tell anybody we found her. She also didn't know that you knew she was a silver man. She told us her name, and we put it together. Well, I'm saying she Can I make a history check to see if I would know, being from that part of the world, if this is something that I probably shouldn't have said? For Layla's, on Layla's behalf. You can catch the vibe that this is this is something that she is extremely surprised to hear. You can't really you can't really discern whether or not, unless you maybe made an insight check. Uh, what was yours? Eleven. Eleven for an insight on... On if her sister would really be happy... Can't tell. Can I make it to see if I slip the tongue on Layla's behalf? Sure. Three. Okay. Jesus I can't tell. Oh, I rolled like shit. I was worried I gave up too much information. Where exactly did you see Layla Silverstone? 
I'm not the only one who can give up information. Stone? I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of silvers. Is uh, there a map? Layla. Uh, it would have been in uh, the middle of Zundrin. It was just outside, wouldn't it? Just outside the yellow of those mountains? No, not with the hobgoblins. It would have been on the crest of the Zundrin Mountains. It was inside the Zundrin Mountains. Yeah. Is there a map? Inside here? No, look, so you the, went... We were in Zeshin. Yeah, you went along this side, so probably somewhere in this pocket right here is where... Oh. Not, I'll, if I can go to a map, I'll say she was captured by a band of hobgoblins that we were employed by uh, King Maverick to exterminate. And it was roughly him. King Maverick? Unarsen. No, she knows that. King Maverick Unasan hired all of you to flush out a band of hobgoblins? Uh, what's Dur- during my diplomatic in- endeavors, uh, we were willing to gain favor with the king in order to seek an audience with him. So at that point, the Trexus steps forward and says, Interesting, my lady, that he did not hire his own men, use his own soldiers, to wipe out this force of hobs. It's that point that all of you kind of remember. Yeah, we weren't supposed to tell people that. Remember what? We weren't supposed to tell people that. Yeah. Remember, because I told the shopkeep that, and everybody jumped on my ass. We weren't supposed to tell people that, you know, he hired outside help. It's at that point that Trexa says, All allies are good allies, but it would seem that this King Maverick cannot even manage his own hold. Mm. I would not go that far. I'll, I'll definitely cut in and say that. It was more or less to test us to see if we were worthy with meeting with the king. I'll step up and say not only that, but he didn't want, probably didn't want to. Oh, expand. sorry. At some point, Bertram steps forward and says, <laughs> no, uh, uh, "That's okay. You don't. That, I'm fine. My name's Linvala. Nice to meet you. No need. That's fine. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to step forward after Trexa says this and say. Well, it may have been he didn't want to expend any of his forces with an unknown threat approaching. Perhaps the threat of the Alvaron military? Or, or a dragon. Or a dragon over, the, over in the skies. One could infer that it might be the dragon, but other people might, might say that King Maverick is saving his troops for an inevitable war with the Empire. This is speculation at best. And it's it, based in fear. Make no mistake, Meryl, it is speculation. I am merely pointing out that it's a possibility. There's too many unknowns in this continent. Everyone is getting ready for a, a large war. Especially with the roving horde putting people it's down. It's at that point that Lenara run. raises her hand. Lady Silvermane. You saw her west of Zundrin? Yes, west. Uh, west of Zeshin? West of Zeshin, yes. Very good. Mm. Heading south, I believe. Thank you. Fuck. My lady. I'll just back up. Okay. You all walk out. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> So, toting this giant chest, not, not giant, sorry, I keep saying that, heavy chest, Limbala, it's pretty heavy, uh, outside of the room, you hear the doors close behind you, Trexus has stepped out with you, and he says, well, I think that went marvelously. 
Trexus said I put my foot in my mouth. I must say that the reappearance of Lady Lady Layla Silvermane is a shock to myself and the Queen. I'm sure that she will more than likely within moments have me dispatch troops to go find her. I would not... Inside check, damn it! Inside check. Fuck! What is it? The two! Or six! Can't tell. I would not have wanted to keep anything from the crown, of course. I also would not have wanted to divulge my lady's, Layla's privacy. There is absolutely... I'm I'm gonna move real close to Atrexus and I'll be like, that is the last thing that we should do. If King Unarsen sees even a small detachment of Alvaron's armed forces invading his land uninvited, that will ruin any talks that happen in Zumba. I would beg that they wait until after the talks, maybe even be brought up in the discussion of the talks. It's at this point that you realize he's listening, but kind of passively, and he says, you know, I remember sparring with Lady Layla when we were young. She was always very intelligent. It would make sense for her to hide out in Zundrin, where she knows that the Alavron troops cannot cross the border. Why would she be hiding? It's my understanding that she left her home. Said she would never return. Does she not have that right? Certainly. All members of the Silvermane are welcome on the Eastern Islands. She's done nothing as far as I'm aware. So she won't, you won't send guards to arrest? No, certainly not. Whew. You won't send... That's an insight check on that bullshit. Was insight. the full... It put itself in dice jail. I'm not rolling. <laughs> Fucking five? Ooh, audible. I'll ask for a total of what? Five? Okay. I'll ask Trixus, are you hearing? I am Meryl, but with my reputation damaged with this recent incursion into Adzana, the recovery of a Silvermane would certainly polish my reputation. Recovery? If it was her right to leave and do as she pleases here. Trexus, you will the Empire's efforts on this continent if you do not make allies. I can assure you that my men are quite capable of stepping into the vast Zundran mountain ranges, making contact with Lady Silvermane, and persuading her to return to her home. You cannot do any of that without the express permission of King Unarsen. He will take it as a slight for response. I will pass on your words to Lady Ladana. Perhaps allow us. At least... Let Lady Ladonna know that I myself can request his permission to send Certainly, if diplomacy is an option, then absolutely. I will tell her that you are willing to make King Maverick aware of the situation. Let me know today. Very good. Are we done here? What did we do? 
I'll break. I'll like fuck this all up. Like, I'll, we I'll were fine. I was backing up, and we just, just, like, all started cascading down. As as we leave, I would like to say, great general, and then walk out. Loose lips sink ships. A little bit of smirk. I'll fuck poke a hole in this motherfucker. So I will walk through the numerous security checkpoints, reacquire your weapons, still carrying this chest. Where? Back, back to. Uh, back to base. Yeah, back to base. Back to base. So, Count out the coins yeah. and shopping trip. Yeah. So out of character, remember, Lady Silvermane. Lycanthrope. That was a speculation. Yeah. But that was for the so, bloodline, not just so, her. So there's a strong possibility for Lycanthrope, and that's why she left. Because she was cursed blood. That's why she left. So, you walk through the streets, and there's the reoccurring um, thank you and hail the returning heroes. You eventually find yourself back at the Ironborn Longhouse. Yep. And you are in private as the doors close behind you. That does count the monies. Mm-hmm. You open up the chest. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say freshly minted, what I mean to say is is that there are tiny little light wood like organizers in this chest, oh. and there are just rows oh. of gold pieces. Just like not just casually tossed into a chest. These are like from the Silverstone mine minted. So what do we got? You count them out? Mm-hmm. Takes several minutes. I'd say, well, actually, probably longer than minutes. Probably, like a, probably an hour or two. Eventually, you will be able to count out 5,000 gold Woo! pieces. It's quite a bit. So. Make a persuasion roll for 7,000 so it's easier to distribute. Mm-hmm. Among seven people. Sorry. Can we persuade the DM? No. Don't forget Rathenax's portion. Okay. 285714. How much? 714.285714. Unless you want to just make this a group fund show. 715. What would it be if we did 600? And now that we have three people that can cast Revivify, put the rest towards diamonds for that. I was going to spend I mean, I'm going to be buying diamonds anyway. I like the method of everyone buying their own diamonds and putting on their belt. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to replace my 50 GP diamond in my loot with a 300 in case we need it. So it would be 714 gold and two silver pieces if my math's correct. That sounds good to me. Okay. So, 714 for gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weight of gold is a heavy burden. They're here. Uh, Those are the cats. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, they can die. That's not very nice. What was the total? Again? We here at the War of Aparia do not so condone animal violence. <laughs> Valinor does. <laughs> and that's how Valinor became the least liked character. <laughs> As if they took that. <laughs> or the most liked, depending on who you ask. Um, I think I'm going to go shopping. Mm-hmm. Shopping! Also... If we are going to buy gems, mayhaps we 
speak with uh, Zoltanen about meeting, going back to uh, Daria and meeting with Saphrax instead, as he has always... I would prefer to give him my gold. He's always treated us fair. He's also more likely to have... Anything that we would need, yes. Remind me again what the number was for the gold. Seven, fourteen, and two silver. Two silver. That was the silver that I was missing. I would like to go to the postmaster. Okay. I'm dipping out. Uh, will you check your Discord? Yes. Golly, I have three messages. Hmm. I'm going to be over-encumbered with gold. Hmm. I'm a gold span. Because there's no way to put gold in a bag of holding as far as mechanically in D&D Beyond. I would like to leave a thousand gold at uh, the Ironborn Manor in the Aren't room which I his given. parents' fortune. I'm not leaving it for them. Is there a bank in it, Zana? Bank? Mm-hmm. I'd like to go open an account. Is there a stock exchange? Mm-hmm. They do. Is there like a? Which one is that? Is that one still? Malcaria Crypto. No, it's all just turned on. <laughs> I'd like to buy Malcoin. Malcoin? <laughs> in the space. Yeah. I here it's volatile, but like. Okay, so you would like to go to the postmaster. Is there any discussion that the DM is looking forward to that's about to happen? Uh, does anybody else see it kind of weird that the only re- way that they are willing to accept allies is if they bend the knee? That doesn't sound like allies, that seems like. Servants. Yes. Yeah. Guess we're gonna have to kill the Belmars. We all, I mean, okay. you already know my stance on Alvaron's presence in Malkarius. I'm hoping. You're that definitely it, down to kill some royalty. I'm hoping that a compromise can be I'm made not, at these talks. I don't want to kill royalty, but I also do not believe that they should um, rule with an iron Cleanse Malkaria, um, in her words. Meta a little bit. I mean, if people are choosing freely to serve Darth Moore, is it right? No. Is it evil? Probably. But are we willing to aid them in taking away people's religious no, freedom? I'm not. I'm not doing that. Heck no. I mean, fair. To be fair, the only person we've seen that we've actually had a conversation with who serves Darth Moore straight up told us, like, you can try to prove me wrong, but uh, you'll be dead if you try. And didn't try to attack us. Was not outright hostile. And the hag we killed wasn't trying to kill us first. She was a servant of a dark war. She was she was scrapping people in that pot though. She, you are correct. <laughs> she was. Yep. She was stacking only, bodies. That's the only reason was because she was stacking bodies in that pot. Yeah. If she was just fucking around out there getting high and you know worshiping a dark war, we wouldn't have fucked with her. That's facts. But when have we been attacked by somebody who serves Darth Maul? <laughs> when we have an attack first. We have Maldrick's, not. Maldrick's doesn't serve a Darth Maul. He's just green. He serves the Empire. Maldrick's, his goal is to eat Umbrasil, ain't it? He's made a deal with the, um, with the Empire. I almost said uh, Umpire. But, but still, he's made a deal with the Umpire. That's me. No strikes. <laughs> that's me. If he was given the opportunity to eat Umbrasil, wouldn't he? He would eat everyone. So he wasn't a servant of Darth Moore. Yeah, he don't care. He don't discriminate. He can eat. I don't think it's their right. It's not their right to to cleanse this place. It's not. I dislike the Darth Moore as much as anybody, but 
you want to kill Darth more or want to find a way to make it to where they have no influence, that's one thing. They're evil entities, flat out, that we've been taught. But the people who worship them haven't fucked with us. Have they fucked with anybody? The last time something like this happened was one corrupt bastard of an orc who was the semi-son of a god. Hundreds of years ago. Hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. 100. 100 years ago. He was basically in a cult. Do you want to know what I think is happening or what is probably happening? Both. What is probably happening is that they will uh, approach this meeting with the exact same attitude that we just heard. Any who would be our allies must bend the knee. What I think is happening is that Alvron knows what they're going against when it says that it is going to cleanse a continent of an enemy and has no choice but to approach any discussion from a place of very great strength in words and in capability, but to begin with, in words. They're starting the negotiations off very, very high from a position of great power and authority. And if they are as diplomatic as I hope, those expectations could be tempered. Start, start high and haggle down. Exactly. If I were the king, this would just simply be a ruse to get the leaders in one place, and then while the leaders away from a nice comfy homes, attack the homes. Under the name no, of Ferosa. Because, because there's no leaders, to, there's no king in Zundrin anymore to protect Zundrin. So while the guys in of, uh, of diplomacy and and uh, Zunger is being is being had. The Alvra has sent forces to Zundrin to take over Zundrin, and has dispatched uh, their army to also eradicate the uh, Red Shadow. If I'm, the king doesn't protect the city, soldiers if, protect the city. If I'm wrong, with no king to direct how it happens, then it will fall. If I'm wrong, and the Empire actually believes that it can conquer this entire continent without making a single ally, then you're right. They'll take out leaders of potential enemies. But I have every reason. I don't have any reason, but it's more reasonable to say that they're coming from a position of strength to make allies. So far, nothing reasonable. I see nothing reasonable about, about this encroachment of the Alavron Empire onto Malkari after 100 years of peace. I see nothing reasonable about releasing the bane of the elves on a continent and eradicating people just because they believe differently than you do. I see no reason in anything that has been done by the Alavron Empire so far. Did the orcs do something to Tybris, specifically? I understand my history is correct that Talos was the king during the invasion of Otar, and then it was thwarted, and then there was prosperous age after that. I don't think it's the orcs that Alvron fears. I think it's the resurgence of a Darth Maul power among the dwarves. Among orcs. the dwarves. Or, uh, orcs. Well, for, for not fearing the orcs, it sure is going about the wrong way. I don't believe that they will come from a place of power to make allies. Um, I, I mean, just going with the, with the words of um, the lady saying, you know, that they should want to bend the knee, um, I don't think that's of an ally. Well, that was also the words of Artrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, I, don't, I don't think that's like... She, oh, you're going to be on the same level here. Obviously, there's there's a power dynamic, and they want to be at the top of that power dynamic, and I don't think that's right. 
What about from a place of fear? Because think of it like this. The Roving Horde is the enemy to all, essentially. But what if the King of Eric and Zeshin side with the Roving Horde and decide to take back Malkaria to preserve their prior way of life? They don't have to agree on religious principles if they agree on invasion principles. Would it be not terrifying to Alvaron and Hetzana both if the Roving Horde and the Dwarves yeah, came together? It absolutely would, and I'm doing everything in my power to prevent that. We already know that they have a foothold with the Dwarves as they spend Malkarian gold there all the time. Of course. <coughs> Maybe I should be clear about what I actually would like to see happen on this continent. And where, where Someone knocks on the door of the Ironborn Longhouse. I'm going to go answer. You answer the door? Is there a peephole? Is there a pizza delivery service? Yeah. There sure, there's a peephole. Oh, I'm just oh, open it. Yeah. It's Trexus. Oh. oh. What a pleasure. Yes, I was wondering if I could speak with Alistair for a moment. Alistair? You have a visitor. Perhaps inside? Uh, Alistair, you have a visitor. Um, Jewel? Do you invite him inside? Well, yes. Steps in. What is he, a vampire? Yeah. Inside check? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he's just polite. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, is he, though? I'll, I'll want him inside check. On what? Make sure this is actually true, just like he has the same mannerisms and everything. Mm. Go ahead and make an inside check. Mm. Can I make a perception check? Minus three. Mm. Oh, so eleven. So that would be uh, fourteen. No. Yeah, Look 14. at your inside. It's fourteen. Minus three plus three. Fourteen. Fourteen total. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, he seems to be checked. Of course he does. Same mannerisms. Same everything. Okay. Um. Can I perception check? No. Already had a check. Really Can I cast a spell magic? Why would you? Yes, you can, sir! <laughs> why? Maybe, maybe, why I actually know if I have the spell magic. I mean, can you just like, what, you know, just like just a slight way? I'm just going to use one of my divine senses. And if he is a fiend, or I can just, if I he's a fiend, celestial, or something other than human, I'll spend it. But why would you? He won't notice He does not seem to be a fey, fiend, or celestial. I don't like him anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I don't it's Do I at that him? point that he pipes up and he says, I believe that you mentioned something about a blue-eyed mage in the discourse in the throne room. Am I, I did. correct? Would you like to have this conversation in private? No. Would you like a glass of wine for this conversation? Certainly. Would you like a pipe for this conversation? A cigar? I have my own, but I'm, I don't I'm, plan on being here for This more is than Robbie minutes. fishing for a little bit of information. I, I don't plan on being here for more than a few minutes. Hmm. Very well. <coughs> Sit down. He sits. Kind of adjusts his coat as he sits down. And he says, Where did you hear about a blue-eyed mage? Uh, in the incoherent scribblings of Antilles. I say incoherent, I more mean rushed. Scribblings of Antilles. Did you keep these? I did. May I see them? <coughs> He doesn't read in front. Oh, do you yeah. <laughs> do you read in fun? I do. He reads everything, doesn't he? Insight check. <laughs> Insight check on whether or not he reads in No, I'll hand I'll 
set the book down on the table. He reaches for it, pulls it to him, opens it up. What color are his eyes? <laughs> I don't know. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. He begins to thumb through it and says, This blue-eyed mage attempted to attack Antilles. From what Antilles said, it seemed to be more... He was after something. Less about attacking and more about retrieving. A skull. Is that... I would know, is that written about in the book? It is. It's mentioned that he's uh, looking for his summoner skull. My wife is Okay, thank you. You're fine. Uh, yes, I believe so. He, Antilles, told us that it was a once brave knight who he had trapped. I acquired the skull and attempted to dispel the magic on it that was trapping the soul and was unable, it was beyond my capabilities. Do you have this skull? Indeed I do. And may I see it? Mm. Inside check, this is fishy. I will only be... Again, inside check. General... Ah. <laughs> oh, fresh jeans. I'll say... <laughs> Good. Okay, 16, so it would be 19 flat. I'll use Flash of Genius for plus 5, so 24. Wait, did you minus 3? Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's plus 3 for inside. How much is it? I think. Plus 3 inside. Oh, inside's actually plus 5, so it's actually going to be 26. 26? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> He does seem to be Trexus in every regard that you've known him. Uh, and he seems genuinely interested in this blue-eyed mage, in the book, and in the skull. Does he look like he's about to run with it? <laughs> I'm just picturing Trexus running. <laughs> the door is closed. I, I feel it's like... not a feeling I'm familiar does he with. Look like he's, does he look like he's getting ready to make an escape? No. Okay. He does not. I'll say, I fear self-incrimination in holding such a powerful magic item. Do I have your word that this will not be the case? That I will not prosecute you for possessing a magical item? Yes. Certainly. We must make exceptions every now and then, of course. Uh, shake his hand. Does it, is it just a, his hand yes, shaking mine? it is. I will, I will return momentarily. <laughs> and I'll go up to my room and get my backpack with all my shit in it as I haven't changed out of my suit. Mm. And... I will come back down with my backpack and put that on the table. Is the door closed behind him? Yes. He takes a minute. He's still got the book in one hand and he looks at the skull. Well, it certainly is interesting. And you said that it holds the essence of an individual? Apparently. Uh, what I heard from Antilles himself was that it held the soul mm. of a, or the essence of a very powerful knight uh, entrapped and in trying to relieve the soul of its bindings discovered that its magic that binds it was far beyond my capabilities. Interesting. I would like to propose a trade. Mm. For what? Well, the skull in the book. Mm. In exchange for information. Mm. On this blue-eyed page. General Trexus, do you have the ability to release 
to speak personally. No, I do not. This blue-eyed mage was thwarted, according to the writings. Yes. I would prefer to deliver it to that mage who went through all that trouble personally. And I would be more than happy to accompany you in doing so. I'm not asking for you to butt out, as it were. I would rather you didn't. And why is that? We don't know who this individual is. We don't know what his intentions are. And if he is after such a powerful relic, such a relic that was in the possession of Antilles, I'm not certain I would want him to have it. Do you just default to thinking that everyone is an enemy? Meryl, the only time that I don't assume everyone is an enemy is when I'm in a brothel. Besides that, everyone is the enemy until they prove otherwise. Well, it's starting to feel like a kink for you. Very good. Information for the skull in the book? Unfortunately, the skull, I did take it, but it is not solely mine. I will have to ask my companions first, privately. Very good. And he places it on the table, in between the two of you. It is not mine. I mean, put my hand on it. Mm -hmm. Does it feel like the same skull? Yes, He didn't sleight of hand replace the skull with another one. No. If he he was going to do that, this is how brilliant I am, I would have pretended to drop it. Like you did? No, like like I would have the skull and then I'd go, oh, I almost dropped it. (laughs) <laughs> and then he would have swapped it. At so no, no check necessary. It's the same skull. Yeah, gotcha. it's the same skull. Okay. Uh, if you wouldn't mind. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, certainly. Does <laughs> he still have a notebook? I say. Does he still have a notebook? He said no. The notebook and the skull were both on the table. <coughs> he set the notebook down before. Do you have an update uh, for me on uh, the, the question of whether or not you were going to send a detachment into Zundern? Oh, I... I'm waiting until Lady LaDonna has concluded her business for the day. Well, the only thing that I would request is a guarantee that that does not happen until after the talks. I am not capable of making that type of decision. He walks over to the bar to get himself more wine and begins to converse with Theofric as all of you are given a a moment to talk amongst yourselves. No... Okay, in character, you say, I really would like more information about this mage. If he is anywhere close to as powerful as Tharkoon, then he could be a very valuable ally. However, and this is where we're going to start talking to Robbie. I really want to fucking know more about where Arthas is, guys. Don't, yeah. Don't give him that skull. Well, it's Wait, not up to me. It's not mine. I just held on to it. It's part of the loot gathered from that horde which we all fought for. So I have, it's going to come to a vote. Out, out well, of character, okay. if we tell him... <clears throat> If we give him this, and he tells us where the mage is, we can tell the mage who has the skull. We know other people that can probably give us information on that mage. Mm-hmm. People we probably trust more. Yeah. Like that big powerful mage that was you know. south of possession. Mm-hmm. Tharkun or Zoltanen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have more options. Please let's not go with this guy who thinks everyone is a fucking enemy. Mm-hmm. Nicholas. I feel like that's going to come back I'm to absolutely against giving Trexus these items. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't give him shit. I, I don't I, I don't trust him to give you worthwhile information for what our 
what is one powerful magical object and another piece of significant information. Once again, it's it, it's not mine to do with. Well, that's a no, no, and a no. So. And I am going to default to the group. So we got three no's. I'm fine with breaking the news, but once again, he's back on it's my, all he, of ours. He very quickly got my unfavorable list again. So what, that's I, a no? what I will say okay, he's is a no. that in the event that we cannot uncover any other information from any of the other mages, I imagine Trexus would still be interested in these items. Mm-hmm. 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 So that's four no's. I think that the, yeah, that, that settles the table. Yeah. Okay. So you invite Trexus to redo yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. General Trexus, as much as I appreciate your offer, I'm afraid I'm going to have to decline for now. Ah, uh, the mage that was after it went through a lot to get it. And as I'm sure you can understand, as someone who has fought many battles in their lives, things like that don't tend to fade quickly. I'll buy a cigar and I'll say, I'll let you know if he's an enemy. Oh. Very good. <laughs> counter Excellent. offer. Mm-hmm. Just the book. No. I'll need a moment. <laughs> no. 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 Don't, no. No. It's a resounding no. Why would I don't know. I'm, I, I mean, it's just a book. Wait with, a second. With, before you. Before I, you I could, would have. It was a short book, right? I would get yeah, information in it. And, yeah. you, and, you, and I read you to you everything that was in that notebook. Yeah. So he's not going to get anything I didn't get. No. I'm okay and, with the book. And wait a second. Also, before you turn and he says, Well, I. And he pulls out of his breast pocket his jacket over his armor, and he says, I have compiled quite a bit of reports from my guard on these, on this blue-eyed mage. Inside check. Make an inside check. Is he full of shit about this blue-eyed? Is he full of shit? He don't know jack dick about this guy. (laughs) Twelve. What the God fuck is wrong with you guys' insight? Put this, put this in Everyone who's screaming in sight has a shit. Yeah, you can't tell. I'm fine with the book. Like the, like you said, the book, the book is just a book. You're not going to learn anything. Shit. And the book is only about Antilles. I don't We know Antilles is dead. Yeah. I'm also... I'm I would also like to point out that I did, you know, give him Kelvar's longsword mm-hmm. as a nice little token. Mm-hmm. So he asked Kelvar's longsword. Give him... Given my proclivity towards magic, would I get any magical and like the book's sitting right in front of me and I've had possession of it for a while, does mm-hmm. it give off any kind of magical aura? Besides the residual magic that would be left from being in the presence of something like Antilles, no. It doesn't seem like a spellcasting focus, no. hidden pages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good with giving any Now you haven't yeah. cast Detect Magic. Um, this just is to be facts. totally clear. This is facts. I don't want to give him I don't know why he wants it, and I don't yeah. want to give it. We don't know what his I, intentions are. If he's, if he's counter-offering for just the book, I feel like he can do something with it, and I don't want him to do anything with it. I'd rather just keep it. We can give to him later. So we've got to keep it. Let's, let's keep everything. I'm okay with giving him the book, personally. I'm going to yeah. give it to him and the, to potentially get some a, information. Did the book have any sort of like rights of magic or anything no. like that? It was no. literally a journal, basically. It was a journal, all in Infernal, in shorthand, of Antilles's account since he's been here. Yeah. So why That's does he it. want it exactly. so bad? Talking why does about him being in the fortress and I probing mean, the city. He's already read through it, gotten, or, well, it no. He's might, skimmed. Okay, he skimmed It might it. lead him to that dwarven fortress and ergo leading him to the Undercroft. Also, it'll lead him to Artago. Please don't give him nothing. Mm-hmm. No, right. it will, because the cultists knew exactly where yeah, they were. don't give that man anything. I really don't care about Artago. 
I care. We'll fuck him up. I care about not having him as an enemy yeah, in I a don't potential future. Let's, let's put it to a vote, guys. Yeah, okay. No. I'm fine with the book. All no from the skull. Okay, all no. in favor of... Get, wait a second. All in favor of giving Trexus the book in exchange for the information on the blue-eyed mage. Meh. Three. Okay. All in favor of not giving him the book. Three. Roll for Rathanax. I can't do that. Roll d20. Roll Somebody d20. Somebody text Kyle. Kyle. What, what th- what th- Why don't one of y'all roll a d20? Okay. Okay, I'll roll D20 for Kyle. I think Robbie should. No, do not it, for he's, Kyle. He's okay. Don't speak for Kyle. Okay. This is because you're at a tie. Okay. This is a tiebreaker. Oh, this tiebreaker. I think Robbie should do it because he's the one who's been negotiating. Okay. You want to do it? You want to do evens or odds or one through ten? Sure. Or evens or odds. Uh, evens. I say we we give it up for the information. Odds. We keep it for future. Okay. It is a ten. Even. Give it. Give it up. Fucking hell. Uh, Trexus. I look forward to telling you I told you so. I know. Me too. You're not telling me, Jim. I'm sitting with putting I'll my say, um, in our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like it's such a widely inter-like-connected mm-hmm. plot Knowing line. you. Yeah. Please. Alright, go yeah. ahead. I have no reason uh, to get this man shit. For the information you talked about, I believe the book is fair. Takes the book. Mm-hmm. Pulls it out of his breast pocket. <clears throat> and looks at the paperwork and says, on a date, roughly... Hold on. I, gotta, I really am tying it up in my head. Um, uh, roughly... We don't call them months. What date seasons. are we in currently? We're currently working on the 45th day of Stendorn. And what was the month previous? Sorry, 46th day of Stendorn. What's the month previous? Previous to Stendorn is uh, Odorn. Odorn? Summer. And it, it's the 40th, it's the 40th. 46th day okay. of uh, Stendorn currently. On the 46th day of Odorn, one of my gods made note of an individual getting off of one of the boats from Alavron. Said that he was distinguishable by his robes, staff, and his stavanger key eyes. Hmm. This individual spent several hours in town, purchased a room for the night, and then departed for the northern shore, walking down the beach. Inside. Insight check. Okay. The northern well, I haven't finished yet. Why don't you wait oh, till yeah. yeah. I want to insight check the whole story. Departed north down the beach. And then he flips the paper, a different report. <coughs> Three days later, the individual returned with severe wounds and was seen by a cleric and rented a room later that night and departed for the southern shores. Walked down the beach south, away from our docks, hmm. and that was the last time that he was seen. Is that it? Yes. Can I like? Oh, that's much better. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily looking for if he's. Lying, but if he omitted it, it was the 46th day of oh, no. it was like so one month ago, month yeah, ago. so a month ago, it would have been the 45th because I, I just checked my dates again, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I have quite a bit of information. Okay, your inside check was what? 24. Ah, uh, yeah, even with a plus. No, he's withholding information. Yeah. Would you care to elaborate what you're holding back, sir? Oh, look, there's a slip of paper here. Ah, uh, yes, I'm I, sure. A dock registry. Mm -hmm. And he looks and he says, it would seem that this individual registered himself at the docks off of the ship with the name Gatlin. Gatlin? Gatlin. G like Gatling gun? Gatlin. And he kind of organizes the paper on the table and then hands them to you, Alistair. The reports. Much appreciated. Very. Stands up with the book and he says, well, I wish you all a... Just out of sheer curiosity, what are your plans with the book? Why are you so interested? Looks at the book and he says, Dear Lenvala, Antilles did a very good job of compiling all of his strategies prior to the assault of Atzana. He mentioned his cultists' comings and goings, and how they were able to get into the city, as well as the allies that they made here, that were not part of the assault. I now know exactly where I fell short. I plan to improve upon that. Well, all of the activity of his cultists. Yeah. I actually don't hate him knowing who the cultists' allies here were. Yeah, me neither. I mean, that that's a given, you know. Yeah, Self-improvement's not a bad thing. I mean, <coughs> that's why he wants the book. He wants to improve on the um, shame that he suffered from losing the Star Spire, is essentially what this is. And this is a map to how to make sure it never happens again. Gotcha. That makes sense. There was no, like, location undercroft location information in the book, right? Uh, it mentions that his, his guys went through the undercroft. But, like, no, like, you know, take a left here. No, not, here. nothing that specific. Okay. You said he went north hey, of the shoreline when exactly. he departed, right? Mm -hmm. What's the prerequisite? Is that roughly like what you have to have? Like, what you have that to know where we went into yes. the undercroft? I just have to know yes. the person that I'm sending to. Like, have met them? Be familiar yeah. with them, yes. With is, a description of well, name. Be, be enough. It is. I did. I would say yes because Meryl had me. I'm sorry. <coughs> it's fine. It's fine. Meryl had me send to uh, one of the kings. Okay. I bid all of you a good day, and I do hope that you take advantage of this opportunity to rest. Atzana is a beautiful city with many entertaining people, games, places. You've earned it. And goes to turn, walks away, walks out the door. As soon as he walks to the door, I'm going to say, Hey, Nicholas. Yeah. Can you still use sending? I want to say I still have it for her. Yes. Mayhaps inform Otago to remove his guard from the entryway on the shoreline. Fuck that. Get in touch with Gatlin. We wouldn't know enough to send him a spell sending. 
as that book, uh, I'm just now remembering, had information about that particular entrance. Didn't I talk about this? <laughs> you did. I said the book would likely have all the information on the thieves and where they are in the sewers. Um, no, just that one entrance, I believe. He already knows the entrance because that the the north shore is where the entrance to the undercroft is, which is how Gatling I mean, got have in the first place. Actually, there, like, actually, go, yeah. all I'm saying is that the cultists likely ran into the sewers multiple times. We got five more minutes, and then we can get it back yeah. on. He, he also is aware that the tavern is down there. He just doesn't know exactly where it is. Speaking of that, on that map that Trix has had of the undercroft, did it show the entryway? That was on the shore, like that sewer grate. No, I don't think it showed any entryways. Because that was one of his problems was that he really didn't know how they were getting. He, he knows of entrances and exits, but he doesn't know how they're getting in and out. Gotcha. Because the ones that he knows were probably guarded. Oh. Yeah. So he may know of a guarded entry point into the underground. No, I'm saying. I was say that wouldn't be hard to miss if you were on a fucking boat riding around. You might see three thugs sitting out in front of the sewer. What's well, an alcove? Alcove, remember. There's an alcove so, and then a gate. I'll yeah. still say to Nick, say to Nicholas, mayhaps I recommend that. Prepare me a 25-word message to send to him. Because I don't want to be responsible for this. So, we are messaging Artago? Why? I mean, I'm not opposed. I don't care one way or the other. You just don't want to make more enemies. So, shopping spree. Well, no. <laughs> um, do you think maybe we could do the message next session? Sure. Because we're gonna we'll we'll cut like right there. I'm not gonna have more time. So as Trexus walks out the door, all of you are sitting there with your tankards, uh, having secured this massive bounty for killing Antilles, and contemplating the future, the next couple of days, next couple of weeks, and eventually your mind stretches into the outcome of this war. With that, win the session. Hope everybody enjoyed themselves. Bye. 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 Oh yeah, anybody out there in listening land, thank you for listening. Word. Hello out there in listening land. For all your Funko Pop and authorized Warhammer needs, check out our December deals. Buy three, get one free on Funko Pops. Flat rate shipping on all orders. All new minis and new battle map dungeons available at Cody's Collectibles. That's Coco's. Come visit us at 1225 Snow Street, Suite 14 in Oxford, Alabama. Online shipping available at Coco's and more.com. That's C-O-C-O-S and more.com.